0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dash Open podcast. Dash Open is your source for interesting conversations about open source and other technologies from the Open Source Program Office at Verizon Media, home to many leading brands, including Yahoo, AOL, Tumblr, TechCrunch, and many more. My name is Rosalie and I'm on the open source team at Verizon Media. Today on the show, I'm so excited to chat with Eric Badger. Eric is a software development engineer on the Big Data Platform team at Verizon Media. Welcome to the podcast, Eric.
1: Thank you. Happy to be on the podcast and happy to to talk about some open source stuff and the stuff I'm working on.
0: Awesome. So, Eric, how long have you been at Yahoo for?
1: Early January in 2016, so I guess this would be about three and a half years for me. And uh, I've had a really good luck with uh, my team that I've had here, my manager. I've even got a new manager now and he's, you know, he's also fantastic. So, yeah.
0: So you are on the big data platform team. Yes, could you maybe tell us a little bit about the types of work that you're currently focused on?
1: Sure, so I work on mainly Hadoop stuff. Uh, so Big Data, Pipeline, Hadoop, also encompassed in that is HDFS, Yarn, Tez, MapReduce, that kind of stuff. And, and so we have a lot of people that run on what we call the grid. Uh, this is just a bunch of different clusters that we have, a bunch of Hadoop clusters, and they span you know, many hundreds or thousands of nodes. And they're able to solve big data problems. So if you have a lot of data and you, you know, this isn't something that you would want to solve on a single machine, and you probably don't want to solve this on a supercomputer because that sounds really, really expensive, but you just have a lot of commodity hardware and you want to solve a problem, this is what, what we do. And so we have a lot of different teams that are running their machine learning things, trying to figure out what relates to you and make it so that you have the best user experience possible.
0: What about your current focus is very exciting to you personally?
1: That's a great question. So for me, what I really like about what I do is that I my background is really more focused into operating systems and low- level architecture stuff. What I do now is I have a job that's based completely in Java, which you would say that is not at all high lo- or low level programming right you're in, a, in an actual VM when, when you start up a Java process but the actual thing is I really think of myself more as an operating systems engineer because what I see is I'm just a distributed, operating system engineer. Hadoop to me, or Yarn I guess I would say, is just an operating system abstracted up a level. So instead of it actually being CentOS or RHEL or Mac OS or whatever, you're actually above that layer writing an operating system on top of that, and instead of CPU cores, you have actual machines. So it's just an abstraction layer above that. I really have a fun time being an operating system engineer, but not actually at an operating system level. It's kind of doing the same problems, but on a bigger scale because you're not dealing with the single CPU cores, you're dealing with actual entire machines. And so I find that to be really fun, being able to solve those those bigger scale problems where, where you see things that will not happen uh, nearly as often as if you put them in isolated cases. You know, We have this kind of philosophy that nothing is random at scale. There is no surprise at scale. If it can happen, it will happen if you run it on hundreds of thousands or millions of different tasks trying to do the same thing.
0: You are very involved in open
1: source. Yes.
0: Why is open source important to you?
1: Open source is important to me because I feel like everybody benefits from it. I think that if you have closed source, I think overall, as a community as a world technology kind of slows down a little bit and i think that if when everybody shares together in the data everyone else is able to to increase technology to learn from everybody else and to not make the same mistakes that everyone else is making and so it really moves the entire world forward i think that i personally want to see society grow i want to see technology grow and i want to see us the entire world make cool things because eventually I'm gonna end up benefiting from that if I contribute a feature to Hadoop or to yarn that is really cool and the other people want to use uh, that's great I'm really happy for that because then they can go out and use that and they can make something that I'm gonna want to use in the future or you know maybe it's some other company that has nothing to do uh, with my company right now but I'm gonna be able to benefit from that and then conversely I can do the same thing if they go out and make a great feature then we can possibly possibly work with that and we can we can benefit from that so everybody's doing something a little bit different and everyone has their own features that they're doing this purely because this is what my company wants me to do but that doesn't mean that you can't benefit from the entire open source community as a whole so that everybody reaps the benefits of basically everybody's labor
0: and for folks listening to this podcast who are thinking <laughs> wow this open source thing sounds awesome you know what is your advice for kind of folks who are not yet involved in open source but want to get involved
1: for open Open source, I mean, it's pretty much anybody can get involved in this. So you don't need to have really any experience. And in my experience, you uh, the community is fairly welcoming. So in the Hadoop world, the Yarn HDFS worlds, if you just go onto the mailing list and say, hey, I'm a new person, I'd like to get involved in this, there's gonna be people that are gonna respond and say, hey, that's awesome, I'd like to, uh, here's how you do this. So I'll get you on the contributors so that you can go assign some JIRAs to yourself. JIRAs are basically where we do our tracking of bug fixes and new features and things like that, that we want to change in the code base. You can go on there and check out the code. You can look at all of the the different bugs that we have. It can be something as simple as unit tests. That's, That's really where I got myself started in learning the code base, was just going and finding people that would post these JIRAs that say, hey, this unit test is failing. Why is this unit test failing? Someone must have broken it or someone wrote a bad test or something. And you go out and you look at that test. And by looking at the test, you have to learn exactly how what it's testing works. and Eventually, if you do enough of those, then you learn kind of how the code works. So take a subsystem of the entire project, go look at that, and just try and figure out how it works. Once you figure out how it works, then you're going to be able to contribute more features. You're going to be able to go on and and review other patches, and then you're just going to be able to become a bigger part of the community uh, as a whole.
0: Really, really great advice. If folks want to connect with you, Eric, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Um, You can go ahead and add me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm usually there, so I might not respond exactly in a day. But go ahead and send me a request or something. And uh, if you want to chat about open source or about what it is that I do here at Yahoo uh, slash Verizon Media, then feel free to send me a request or send me a message, and and we can talk it talk it out. I'd be happy to help.
0: So Eric, it has been so great to chat with you today. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this episode and you wanted to learn more about our open source program at Verizon Media or other technologies that we have available, please visit us at developer.yahoo.com. You can also find us on Twitter at YDN.